show where we explore the weird characters and history that's used to sell you food and other garbage. I'm your host, Cam Koenig. And I'm your host, Nathan Brent. And today we're joined by our good, good pal, Darby. How's it going? Hello. Good. You know, we had a conversation with your dog a second ago. It was mm-hmm. very good. That's always good. Yeah. I like low-key wish we were recording that to just like throw it in at the end of the episode or something. Just to hear Scout <laughs> going, oh. can I get an hour, hour? <laughs> I actually might have it because I think I was started recording too early. Oh, hell yeah. Ooh. Hell yeah. Cool. So if so, we will insert the hour, hour. Give me an hour, hour. Huh? <laughs> yeah? Oh, yeah? You sure? Okay, here you go. Something we we ask everybody here on Hamburg Lore just to start the show off is what is your favorite single fast food item? Um, so I put a lot of thought into this because I am <laughs> I am a vegetarian, so okay. I can't uh, eat a lot of fast food sure, stuff. Sure. Like fuck you, McDonald's. You cook your fries with beef flavoring. Mm-hmm. So I cannot eat their French fries. I can only have their pancakes. And I don't trust their hash browns because I don't trust the fries. Sure. You should salad. You shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. You can have their apple pies though. Their apple pies are vegan. Yeah, but I hate warm fruit. You're one of those. I don't I don't understand that. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I, okay. I'm I'm picky and that's I'm fine. Pretty, it's okay. Yeah, like, it's fine. No judgment. I just don't understand it. <laughs> that's fair. And then I was like, oh, Taco Bell makes everything vegetarian and mm-hmm. vegan. And I was like, and I fucking love that. But then I started thinking more. I started thinking about this wonderful California delicacy called In-N-Out. And at In-N-Out, I can get a grilled cheese animal style, which is like grilled caramelized onions. Mm. And they put like, and no tomatoes. Your dog really wants some. Yeah, same, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) That was actually my stomach. (laughs) Yeah. It's honestly the best, and their fries are pretty good. You can get them, like, extra crispy, but then people are like, oh, why should I get them? Why can't they just come that way? And I'm like, (laughs) shut up and die. Like, I don't care. That's how I feel about light ice. Light ice should be the the regular amount of ice. That's true. Stop cheating me out of soda. Yeah. Uh, Well, (laughs) speaking of a grilled cheese sandwich animal style, today I'm talking about Trix Rabbit. From Trick I cereal. forgot what you were doing your report oh, on, and um, then I, I was like, "How is this gonna suck?" Oh, I... this is how. He okay. You know how much I hate Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. It's like Chuck E. Cheese, and then it's the Tricks Rabbit. So you picked a good one. Okay, well, <laughs> that, that motherfucker. I'm gonna be real here. <laughs> I'm gonna take this as an opportunity to try and change your opinion on the Tricks Rabbit okay. here. I'm all um, for that because the things I have learned about the Tricks Rabbit are really fucking sad and like i am a changed person from like two hours ago when i put this report together because i woke up you know three hours ago Um, good i'm glad you get to start your morning with me (laughs) (laughs) that's why cam starts out the show with good morning friends yeah yeah Yeah, it's it's not for you it's for me um no straight up my, my morning this morning was like 
all right, Cam, you got to get out of bed. Like, you got to do it. You got to report to write. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I'll just like treat myself. So I just like ordered a big fucking greasy breakfast burrito and slammed an energy drink. And that was my treat for myself because I hate myself. Anyway, that's nothing to do with the report. Mode. The Trix Rabbit. <laughs> that's not why it's sad. This is why. <laughs> no, uh, that's a different sad. Uh, the Trix Rabbit <laughs> was introduced in 1959 in a Trix commercial. No way. Oh, shit. Really? Not Captain Crunch? Uh, yeah, wow. <laughs> um, it was one of those older commercials uh, that you see a lot of things that are definitely aimed at kids where they were like all entirely like hand drawn and animated. Like they, they weren't really any colors. They were black and white. Just like pretty much felt like sketches like on a flip paper thing. My life. Yeah. And this was just a rabbit. And he's just like, holy shit, y'all. I absolutely love trick cereal i'm not like other rabbits like i love that fruit taste of tricks breakfast cereal it is literally his favorite thing in the world and this fucking brat what walks up and it's just like literally just grabs the box from him he's just like silly rabbit tricks are for kids the kids immediately sit down start eating the fucking cereal right in front of him like, they had a table and bowls ready to go. The rabbit sits down in front of them and just, like, muses to himself and basically says something akin to, like, Oh, yeah, it's, it's not for me. I, I can't, I can't have this. And it's, like, shaking his entire fucking world. These kids are fucking bullies. They then have the nerve to ask him why he's so sad. To which he replies, oh. quote, I'm sad because tricks are for kids. <gasps> like he knows that it's not for him. He knows that him enjoying something is out of line because he is not allowed to like it. How did he have it in the first place? I don't know. Is the thing that I think about a lot since like the late 50s or whatever. Like he's like, oh, I love tricks. And then he's never had it since the 50s, I guess. I'll get to that. Well, like maybe he has like a nice, respectful job and he sure. went to the grocery store to buy himself. Sure. And then at that moment, he didn't realize that like tricks are for kids. And he was like, yo, <laughs> I'm going to munch. I'm going to munch down on this box of tricks. So the the line that tricks are for kids it predates the rabbit like that was like the slogan that they were just like oh. Fucking, oh. hey look it's a cereal it's for kids you know whatever like just lazy fucking advertising yeah because every cereal is for kids unless it's like that kashi shit where it looks like tree bark yeah that's for uh that's for uh white ladies who love to poop <laughs> that, i was gonna say that's for the prune likers yeah 100 percent. the prune the prune respecters <laughs> I found this out by watching this commercial and immediately decided I'm not doing a full history rundown. I'm just giving you some fucking hits about why I think the Trix rabbit is oppressed. Okay. <laughs> but he's white. <laughs> this naked white idiot. <laughs> That's what I say when I look in the mirror. <laughs> 1976 rolls around. Uh, There's a joke about tricks in there somewhere. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> um, and General Mills, like a bunch of fucking companies at the time were like, hey, it's America's bicentennial. Let's you tell me there's buys in this centennial. Buys yeah, in that's right. <laughs> America? Explain. Congratulations, America, on your coming out. Um, uh, General Mills did a promotion where kids could vote using a ballot on specially marked boxes of tricks 
to decide whether or not the rabbit should be allowed to eat trick cereal. This is like some shit that would happen in the 1960s. Uh-huh. Like, you know uh-huh. what I mean? Like the children, what the fuck, like the real children overwhelmingly <laughs> vote. Yes. They're like, let this rabbit have some fucking cereal. He wants it really bad. It makes him happy. That's all we care about. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, kids. Let's go. In a commercial later that year, up to this point, like the whole shtick of the tricks rabbit hasn't really ever changed where he's like disguising himself as something else to try and like get the cereal. But the kids are like, haha, no, you can't have it. In a commercial later that year, he disguised himself as a balloon seller. Um, and he was able to like he attached like some balloons to himself and he was floating in the air and he was able to get and have a few bites of Trick's breakfast cereal. This was the first time on camera he was allowed to eat the cereal. Three bites were eaten. His balloons hit a branch. He falls to the ground. The kids take the cereal and fucking run off. No! What the these? They kick his corpse and <laughs> <laughs> they spit on him and shit in the cereal. Absolutely. In 1980, four years later, the rabbit was invited by the kids, who I'm just referring to as characters now, to a complimentary breakfast. They're just like, hey, we we made some tricks for you. We know this is what you want. Like, we want to like. We made some tricks for we you. We put this together. Like, we have this complimentary breakfast for you. No catches, like no gags. They literally, it was just like, hey you we know you want this we're gonna give you this um and so he like goes up and it's like in their treehouse and it's just a great time he takes a bite and he's just like oh my god this is so fucking great this is so fucking nice and then he hears the two worst words you can ever think wake up it was a dream (gasps) he dreamed oh my god that they were nice to him so one quarter of his tricks that has been eaten was fictional yes (laughs) oh my god this poor dude the one thing that his subconscious wanted most even more than the fucking cereal was for these kids to just fucking be nice to him 1991 this is also the same year that trick cereal stopped being just like the weird fruit shaped or the fruit flavored orbs and they became like the fruit shapes that at least I knew growing up. Wait, so they they were they were just they were spheres and then they were shapes? They were just orbs for years and then they were shapes and now they have gone back to being orbs. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And then they went back to shapes. Yeah. They just can't fucking decide. Wait, did they go orb shape, orb shapes, orbs? Are they orbs right now? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so then they were shapes at least at two points. I then, believe because so, they yes. did come back as shapes. Yes, that is correct. <sighs> okay. They originally were just fucking like colored orbs that were fruit flavored vaguely that's kind of like the episode of um fairly odd parents where everyone's just a gray blob yes absolutely right absolutely so this is the same year that happened um and the rabbit is you know lamenting on his position in life that is very clearly given to him by other people um when he stumbles upon a flyer for the tour de tricks a dauntingly large bicycle race I remember that. Tell me there's buys in this cycle. Yes. There's buys. <laughs> Congratulations, tricks, on your coming out. Um, uh, and the winner of the Tour de Tricks receives a uh, silver bowl of tricks breakfast cereal, which is not worth it, honestly. Not even gold. <laughs> Losers. But he enters, you know, he powers through. Like, literally, this is all he fucking wants. Like, to him, getting tricks breakfast cereal is happiness and honestly i wish that my life 
like my goals in life were that simple. Like I was just gonna say, I, w- I wish that my pursuits were that exactly, simple. Exactly. Yeah. His ambition is that he just wants to eat delicious fruity garbage, and I respect that. Um, he enters, he powers through, and at the final stretch, um, a gust of wind like blows off his helmet, and it like turns his giant fucking ears into like sails on a sailboat, and they like just push him forward. Um, and he literally wins the race uh, by an ear's length margin. Um, okay. But here's the thing, because it can never be that simple, because no. Tricks the Rabbit is just always fighting the man here. Excuse me. Excuse me. What? I'm sorry. Yes. His name is Tricks the Rabbit. Is he so oppressed he doesn't have a name? <laughs> oh my god. I've only ever seen him listed as the Tricks Rabbit, and that's on the official General Mills <gasps> site. His name is Trix. His name is Trix. Really? His name is Trix. T R I C K S for T R I X. Oh. <gasps> okay. Well, there you go. This is thrilling. Yeah, it is. He can't even get his namesake. Oh my god. It's just like, no, let me have the box of Darby. I was, I'm fucking Darby. So. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like how I hate Arby's because it's too close sure. to my name. Silly Darby. Arby's is for Arby's, Barbies, Barbies. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so here's the thing, though. Because nothing can ever be simple for this rabbit. The, yeah, that's right, Scout. Um, yeah, he's, he's the, pissed. <laughs> the judges are like, they don't think he deserves this prize even though he won the entire fucking, like, this motherfucker did the equivalent of the Tour de France. Something Lance Armstrong couldn't do without drugs. Exactly. Without another ball. Right. Okay. (laughs) You want to talk about some fruity spheres? (laughs) The judges were just like, he won, but, like, he doesn't deserve this fucking prize. Worth noting, the judges are very rich and white. Um, Uh, A judge white? (laughs) They then decide, okay, we'll give the rabbit his tricks. If we do another ballot initiative where uh, fucking people write in voting whether or not they think the rabbit deserves this breakfast cereal, it requires the votes of their scope of fucking runoff election. It requires the scope (laughs) of their fucking like their scope of every child in America to overturn this decision. The judges relent, quote, just this once. And he scarfs down the entire bowl and shouts <gasps> to the heavens, I'll never be the same. He is so fucking happy in that moment. Wow, that's what I said when a man made me come for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet, but when I do. <laughs> <laughs> Darby did ask us, how many times can I say pussy in this recording? And Cam yeah. said, as many as you want. And then immediately regretted yeah, I'm like, saying, oh, fuck, I just gave Darby just a fair pass. Um, a, a couple of extra other things here. Just some miscellaneous facts. I went to, I, I just like started out as I usually do for these reports where I just Google the character and just click on like the first 10 links and just see what's there. There is uh, the Heroes Wiki, uh, which I'm pretty sure the Tricks Rabbit page was, I think like, and I don't want this to sound as rude because it's like super charming, but I think it was written by a child Aww. in that uh, under trivia, um, I will read you the two bullet points under trivia because they are just like charming in a way that a child definitely wrote. Like that episode of Dexter's Lab that was written by a kid. Absolutely. Um, it is unknown why he can't have trick cereal. 
either to teach kids about stealing or possibly because in reality, rabbits can't have sugar or fruit, parentheses, which is what the cereal is portrayed as having. Um, and the second one, which <laughs> is just super charming, uh, every word is capitalized. In real life, stealing other people's stuff is illegal. That would get you arrested. That's so cute. I love that. Wait, but the kids are stealing his stuff. <laughs> exactly. And like harming him a lot. Yeah, yeah like emotionally. <laughs> yeah. The story of tricks oh of, of the fucking tricks rabbit is a story of gaslighting and oppression. <laughs> the only white thing ever oppressed is oh the tricks rabbit. <laughs> In 1986 and 1987, he even enlisted the help of one Bugs Bunny. I love him. Um, to help him by disguising himself as Bugs Bunny. But the children saw through this disguise and said, no, you're still not getting our cereal. But did they give it to Bugs? Like, was there like a cutscene where the kids... And <laughs> just like, they just like slip him a 20. <laughs> yeah. And like him and Bugs, are, they're like the kids and Bugs are just hanging out. Right. Or like, did uh, Trix and the Bugs have to go to like the bar and like mm -hmm. drink their sours away afterwards? Mm -hmm. All bunnies are oppressed. <laughs> the final miscellaneous fact that I would like to bring up before I get into my summary point is that on the official General Mills blog, there is a history article about the history of the Trix rabbit. And I would just like to point out that it is supremely fucked up uh, that one of the things that they have listed as a fun fact is that the rabbit has only tasted the cereal five times. <gasps> they think that's fun. That's fun that they just tickle this rabbit's hopes and dreams. Rabbits have a short life expectancy. Exactly. A lot of women rabbits, women rabbits, girl rabbits, I don't know. Like, they get urine cancer and they die mm -hmm. before they turn a year. That's what happened to my rabbit. And, uh, yeah. They also, if they, if they feel too much emotion, their hearts will explode yeah, also. Totally. Oh God, so what you're too. doing, what these kids are doing is gaslighting this rabbit to death, bro. <laughs> it's also worth noting, this rabbit's been around since 1959, so, like, it's entirely possible he's immortal and just suffering for his entire existence because, in summation, the Trix rabbit just wants to be happy, and his oppression and his being gaslit by children is being used for marketing, and that's super fucked up. What a trick. Thank you. Those fucking kids. This is why I hate children. This is why my uterus will be barren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I have a newfound respect for this fucking rabbit after I read yeah. all of this. Like, I feel bad for the dude. Honestly, he just wants a fucking bowl of cereal. Like, let him have his fucking cereal. Jesus Christ. I have a question. Uh, hit me. What's up? In tricks, mm -hmm. there are the raspberries, mm -hmm. the grapes, the, I think, lemon wedges, mm -hmm. the watermelon wedges, the oranges, and then there is like a blue wreath with a red center that it kind of looks like a like a like a blue anus. Yeah, yeah. What what is that? I love the Smurfs. I don't fucking know, man. It's like a blue raspberry, probably. But they don't they already have the raspberry? They have a regular raspberry, well, and I don't I think don't blue raspberry is a fruit. It could be blueberry. Um, no, there's a red dot in the center oh, of fuck, it. I don't um, know. I didn't look up most uh, of the flavors because let's be real, I, I I got started on this tale and I'm like, I feel bad for this homie. You know what? Now that I think about it, I don't think I hated the tricks rabbit. I think I just hated the cereal. I think I thought wow. the cereal was gross. I, I understand, yeah. There's better fruit cereals. Yeah. See, Trix was my shit growing up. Trix was like that was that was the mm. one that I had the most. Oh, you were one of the kids that kept away from the rabbit. It was all you, it was Nate all along. It was me, yeah. It was it was only oh, me. Fuck you, buddy. 
<laughs> okay, Wildberry Blue. Wildberry it's, Blue. It's okay. Wildberry. Sure. That's nothing. Wait, wow. okay. <laughs> there was a new flavor named Wildberry Red Swirl in 2011, but it has been discontinued. Yeah. Oh, do you think it killed people? I uh, <laughs> Maybe. I mean, in the first episode of this podcast that we recorded, I did talk about how a cereal made kids poop That's pink. That's true. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so I, that's that, just me always. <laughs> I was just going to say, Darby's going to go get some Frankenberry now so she can fucking... Uh, <laughs> Frankenberry, that's some good shit. My gamer chair isn't the only pink stool in here. Okay. Hey. Um. <laughs> well, on that note, um, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, uh, and then we'll come back with uh, Nate's report and uh, see how much worse this show can get. So we'll be right back. I'm hard already. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we are back. Uh, Nate, you said this is going to get worse, so just let's just get it over with. What is a leader? What makes someone rise above all challenges and become someone worthy of a rank and title? I don't know. I'm a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I ask this because I know somebody that probably would have loved to have known the answer. Harland David Sanders was born in 1890 oh, in what no. Wikipedia describes as a four-room house. I have one of those, too. It's called an apartment, my guy. Don't humble brag to a millennial. <laughs> I Like, side note, but this tiny house shit, I'm fucking over yeah. it. I live in one. It's called an apartment, yeah. and I hear my neighbors all the time. I heard. I saw a cute tiny house, though. I could fuck with that. They're, they're cool, but it's just like, oh, the house only had four rooms. I was like, yeah, mine does, yeah, too. Sure. One of them's a bathroom. <laughs> shit in one of them and that's because I sprung for the two bedroom motherfucker my kitchen and my living room are the same room so the eldest son of a single mother Harland was in charge of cooking for his siblings and was quote skilled with bread and vegetables me too that's all I eat what does that even mean it's an insane yeah I eat a shitload of bread too you ain't special motherfucker yeah like shit man I'm vegan I'm skilled with bread and vegetables (laughs) oh my god I make a mean PB and J. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> exactly. He foraged for food with his siblings while his mother was at work. Um, and I have a note. LOL, America really would rather have kids be hunter gatherers than give them enough resources to live, huh? Well, you know. God, true. By the chicken tender age of 22, he had dropped out of school in the seventh grade, worked as a farmhand, painted horse carriages, was a farmhand again, a conductor, a blacksmith assistant, a train cleaner, an engine stoker, a railroad construction worker, got married, and had three kids by the age of 22. God. That's fuck that. That's, that's insane. All I've ever done was work at a GameStop twice <laughs> and a Hot Topic, been a valet driver, and now I'm an accountant. Not like a TikTok accountant, but like an actual accountant. <laughs> I work at a place where accounting happens. <laughs> I worked at one job during my 22 year. I was a teacher for one of them, an after school teacher. What did you teach? Children. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what answer you expected there, Nate. I taught I taught fleas how to do circus tricks. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Shit. Fuck. Fuck. It was just like an after school thing where I, I would teach them a lesson about anything that I wanted. <laughs> All right, kids, I'm going to teach you a lesson. <laughs> what do you know about Master Chief? <laughs> 
So this guy had so many fucking jobs by the age of 22. He also had three kids, which is exactly three more than I plan to have in my life. <laughs> oh boy. And so with all of this job history, I bet you're wondering where the title of Colonel comes from. Um, well, at 16, he falsified his age in order to join the army. He is a fake army guy. <laughs> it lasted for all of four months and basically he just vibed in Cuba for a bit and he didn't become a Colonel when he was in the army. He will not be in the army ever again. Huh. Whoa, what? So he's a fake, he's a fake army guy. Um, after being honorably discharged for the second time since his parents conceived him, he married a woman named Josephine King. <laughs> this dumb motherfucker could have been named Colonel King and he chose Sanders instead. What a idiot. Yeah. idiot. <laughs> Colonel King. Like that's, that's that's some shit. That's pretty cool. <laughs> so now we see a pattern of not being able to hold a job, lying and engaging in dangerous manual labor. Uh, this is not a man with a strong work ethic and some behavioral problems. This is a man who, by some means, maybe something he found in the woods as a child, made it so that he could not be harmed. This period in time, working on trains near open flames, inhaling lead paint fumes, joining the army, working with dangerous farm equipment, he was testing himself. <gasps> Sanders found that he was impervious to all types of harm and couldn't be broken. He was not breakable, much like the Bruce Willis film, Die Hard. Or to reference an M. Night Shyamalan film, he could not be split or broken like glass. Nice. He consumed something otherworldly outside his small town and saw the signs from the visit to the village that led to him feeling a sixth sense of the happening of something after Earth. Okay, fuck you, buddy. Lady in the Water, Stuart Little. <laughs> God damn it, Nate. Oh my God, I love him. Stuart Little, he's a little mouse. <laughs> <sighs> he was fired for starting a brawl with a co-worker from the train company. And this marks a shift for young Harland where Dr. Manhattan, like, he becomes bored <laughs> with his immortality and becomes desperate to feel something, anything. He lost many more jobs for insubordination that I'm not listing here, but like half of his Wikipedia is like, he didn't do this job very good, he didn't do that very good. Um, he lost so many jobs because of like hazardous behavior and insubordination. Keep in mind, this is the guy that we're buying food from today. Yeah. He also tried selling life insurance in an effort to learn about <laughs> death itself. Mm. What is wrong with this dude? I don't know. He later started a successful ferry company, like, you know, boats and shit. Oh my god, Derek Shepard loves ferry boats. Sorry, all I've been watching is Grey's Anatomy. Um, so. Stuart Little, Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I'm like, oh my god, he's just like Meredith. Meredith doesn't have, have a care for her own life. Like, that's why she drowned when the ferry boat accident happened. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Between that and the reference to Fairly Odd Parents before, you're on, you're all, you're yeah. talking about like Grey's Anatomy today. <laughs> like you're talking about the anatomy of Grey's. Yeah. We'll get to Grey's later. He was then uh, in charge of the Chamber of Commerce in Columbus, Ohio. Um, and after less than a year, he said he didn't do a good job. <laughs> I could have fucking told you that. <laughs> and he left to, you guessed it, start an oil lamp company that didn't work either. He's 30 here, by the way. What? Um, which is how old I am. Oh my God. Oh. And I reiterate, I type on a number pad all day, buddy. <laughs> I go beep boop. He then got a job working for a Shell oil service station in exchange for free rent next to it, which is Kind of a cool gig. An easy way to pass the time and live a quiet, boring life of servitude after failing to undo what had been done to him so many years ago and made him immortal. He started cooking for patrons and he opened a restaurant and hotel. And it was during this period that Sanders was involved in a shootout 
with not Stuart Little, but Matt Stewart, a local competitor over the repainting of a sign directing traffic to his station over the other guys. Stewart killed a Shell employee who was with Sanders and was convicted of murder, eliminating Sanders' competition. Oh, who wrote this? I mean, I did, but also Wikipedia. The, all of these things are true. The only thing that isn't true about this is like me putting like goosebump stories into this. Like all of the <laughs> jobs and shit, that's real. Another thing that's real is that Sanders was commissioned as a Kentucky colonel in 1935 by Kentucky governor Ruby LaFoon, which is a Disney ass name to have. I was going to say, oh my God, Gaston, there's your best friend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so he is a double fake army guy. Because he is a colonel, but it's a Kentucky colonel, which is like its own title, kind of like a Michigan left. It's stupid and doesn't mean anything. And it's from a place that sucks, <laughs> just like a That's Michigan left. That's why it's called Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, this isn't fried chicken. It's Kentucky Fried Chicken. It's, it's different. Like the colonel. <laughs> that somehow is worse than the chicken not being real. Wait, is their chicken not real? I don't get into Animal 47 stuff in here. We will. That's... That's a different thing. Just, That's just, a, Darby, just know oh. that you and I, not eating meat, we're pretty good. Nice. We're all right. How are their mashed potatoes, though? Are their mashed potatoes, can I still, can I, can I consume the mashed potatoes still? Live your truth. This is a true story. I knew somebody in high school that worked at KFC and he did jizz into the mashed potatoes. So I wouldn't eat anything ever. <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> show on the planet. Man, I just, someone paid for that. I get Adam to do that for me for free. <laughs> <laughs> Was this Shell employee actually killed by Stewart? Surely this employee had nothing to do with the conflict, so what I am positing is perhaps the bullet pinged off of Sanders' titanium-like skin, ricocheting and hitting the young man, ending his life in a moment of cruel irony for a man that wished so badly to take his place. From Wikipedia, Sanders left his mistress, Claudia Leddington Price, as a manager of the North Corbin restaurant and motel. Wait, he had a mistress? Yeah. Oh my god, he is like Derek Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they had like, I don't get into it in this, but they had a lifetime special on the Colonel and they didn't go over any of this shit. This is like a story. Not even yeah. my like haunted uh -huh. bullshit that I'm injecting into That's this like way flavor. more interesting than fucking that dumb Mario Lopez thing. Mm -hmm. Fuck. So he sold his business in 1947. And uh, he divorced his wife and then married his mistress as he had so long desired, which was what Wikipedia says. I'm like, all right, that's a little romantic. Uh, you're right. editorializing. Oh my God, here. I love right. it. They literally just watched all 400 seasons of Grey's Anatomy and wrote, <laughs> yes, wow, in the 1940s. McDreamy, yeah. I love this guy. <laughs> I hate that I'm like understanding everything that you're fucking talking about too. <laughs> <laughs> Understand this shit, motherfucker. Sanders was right. recommissioned as a Kentucky colonel in 1950 by his friend, Governor Lawrence Weatherby, which is another Disney-ass governor name. Weatherby. Uh, that's right. We have a rare triple fake army guy. <laughs> oh, maybe a triple. He's like the EGOT of Stolen Valor. Um, this, this Stolen Valor emboldened him. And if he was going to be a cowardly and constantly out of work Southerner, a Kentucky fired chicken, if you will, then he may as well double down, hold for applause, and become a chicken salesman himself. He developed a secret recipe of 12 herbs and spices and started franchising it literally by just going to restaurants and saying, I'm going to make chicken in the back of your restaurant. And if you like it, you're going to buy it. 
That's how he started. That's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. He did this when he was like 60 too. Like he didn't, he didn't, he wasn't like, this wasn't like a, a thing of just like, I'm a young upstart and I got my recipe or whatever. This is like a man who had like lived many lives, almost literally, if you want to follow my story. And he was like, well, I guess I'll sleep in my car and drive to restaurants and make them buy my spice bags. And that's insane. Do you know where the first Kentucky fried chicken was? Kentucky. Utah. Uh. <laughs> Isn't that fucked up? I read that. And I was like, no, 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 two states away it's so fast it's like half the I country know. away i'm like what is this Wait, it's a different uh, fucking time zone yeah i don't know my states but utah isn't kentucky no yeah they're spelled way different <laughs> kentucky has a c <laughs> it does the chicken conduit who could not be Cole Sloon after establishing a countrywide empire of chicken carcass meals uh, sold the business to Yum Brands, the owners of Pepsi and Pizza Hut and Taco Bell and combination pizzas, Hut and Tacos Bell. Uh, although the man remained a spokesperson uh, and brand ambassador for KFC, uh, he appeared in ads and in in-person locations in his signature outfit, which his bitch ass could not even tie a tie that was clip on. <laughs> Oh, oh, fuck you, God. buddy. And for somebody who in my report is desperate to die, it seems like tying a knot around your neck would be an easy choice, <laughs> but okay. Um, Sanders, not unlike Papa John, became critical of the brand and of items that he himself did not have a hand in creating. This was while he was a spokesperson, by the way. He stated, and this is a quote from him, my God, that gravy is horrible. They buy tap water for 15 to 20 cents a thousand gallons, and then they mix it with flour and starch and end up with pure wallpaper paste. And I know wallpaper paste, by God, because I've seen my mother make it. There's no nutrition in it, and they ought not to be allowed to sell it. Crispy recipe is nothing in the world but a damn fried dough ball stuck on some chicken. <laughs> yeah, me too, buddy. You ain't yeah. special. Wait, 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 wait. I have a really important question. Yes. He's a real dude. Like, he ain't just fake he's like a real ass man well we'll wait till we get to my report on, on what i really think about him but there was a man named harlan david sanders who was colonel twice colonel <laughs> colonel twice, twice removed. removed god damn yeah. it Cam. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same joke i love that uh the story of Harlan Sanders up to this point is just uh he's just like the sh the textbook example of white men failing upward. More like Harlot Sanders, get it? Sanders and his wife reopened their Shelbyville restaurant as Claudia Sanders, the Colonel's lady, and served KFC style chicken there as part of a full service dinner menu. And they talked about expanding the restaurant into a chain, which would have literally just been also KFC. <laughs> he was sued by the company for this. <laughs> sure. After settling, he sold the Colonel's Ladies restaurant and uh, it continued to operate. Uh, it currently open as Claudia Sanders Dinner House, um, and it serves the original recipe fried chicken and is the only non-KFC restaurant that serves an authorized version of the fried chicken recipe. And then I have a just a new paragraph that's just what the fuck because <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> it's so wild to me that like he's like all right i made this this cool thing i'm gonna sell the brand off i'm gonna be you know a spokesperson for a while actually i don't like their brand i'm gonna go make the same chicken over here hey i should start a chicken restaurant about my chicken that i made from a chicken restaurant chicken and then like then pepsi was like 
no, actually. <laughs> and so then he didn't, and then he sold the restaurant. But it still sells KFC chicken. That's so wild. Now, I don't like to do these reports in a way that simply like regurgitates a story that the public knows to be weird already. I want to add context and bring attention to like sinister underpinnings of like malicious nature mm-hmm. or spotlight a tragic tale. And this is a case of one that contains both. It's no secret that after Sanders died, myriad actors have been appearing in the role of Colonel from Jim Gaffigan to Dolph Ziggler. Funny and weird, right? Wrong. (laughs) My final hypothesis on this career, coward and faker, is that the boy known as Harlan Sanders disappeared that day so long ago while foraging for food for his siblings to eat. What returned from the woods that day was something that took the shape of the boy, and after time, the copycat entity believed themselves to be Harland. However, their nature did not allow them to be harmed, and they simply just reformed into their last intact state that their cellular memory retained. After the copycat entity parading itself as the salesman of the very chicken he so took after in his nature became finally too old and run down, its species underwent its asexual reproduction, finding various popular entities, to recreate in order to acquire more information on our species. However, be it a malfunction or it had just grown fond of the visage of Harland, many of the copies it split into retained Harland's appearance and traits and mannerisms. For a time, now and again, the Colonel shows up in ads but is merely an appendix-like evolutionary leftover of these copies. Many of the copies are amongst us now, watching, learning, believing themselves to be real, until their final moments where they split into even more copies of copies of copies. So who is the Colonel? There is no Colonel. He isn't a Colonel. The Colonel is everyone. The Colonel is no one. The Colonel is me. The Colonel is you. Fuck. Usurper looking good. Um, this (laughs) (laughs) This concludes all known lore on Colonel Harlan Sanders. But first, here's a cool note about a real curse. Uh, (laughs) The Japanese Nippon Professional Baseball League has developed an urban legend of the curse of the Colonel. The statue of Colonel Sanders was thrown into a river and lost during a 1985 fan celebration. And according to the legend, the curse has caused Japan's um, Hanshin Tigers to perform poorly since the incident. And then I have 19 question marks. That's <laughs> amazing. They yeah. threw away the statue of the, <laughs> the Colonel and now their baseball team is cursed for real. Yeah. Sounds, sounds about right. Sounds like baseball. Yeah, honestly. Baseball is just legends and curses. <laughs> also, in Japan, KFC is like a, a Christmas tradition. Like, yeah. you have to you yeah. pre-order buckets of KFC in Japan. So I don't know if, like, some of the colonel's consciousness is just a weeaboo and just went over there, and now, <laughs> now he's just he's just all up in it. But, uh... Yeah, so that's that's my report on how um, Colonel Sanders is actually a uh, a copycat demon from the woods that is uh, replicating itself amongst us today. That is oh, that is us. My God, you know what? I believe it. I honestly like they made that that dating game of him, so this wouldn't mm-hmm. surprise me after that. Yeah, exactly. That's that's putting that's transmitting his like consciousness into your into mm-hmm. your cells now. Ugh. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't play it. Now, now everybody's got a little bit of the kernel in them. Well, oh, God, I don't like thinking about that. Yep. I don't... A little bit of kernel. Give me that 12 piece. Give me that 12 piece, <laughs> baby. <Ooh. laughs> that coleslaw on the biscuits. To... Okay, Darby, thanks for being here. Uh... <laughs>
do you uh what uh thank thank you for being here for whatever this was do you have do you have anything that you want to plug yeah i have two things um first is my twitter is legend of darby follow me there um because i'm good tweets very good tweets very funny one of my favorite people to follow on Twitter, unironically. Thank you. I tweeted the two words dried cum this morning, so... Yes, you did! I was going to um, reference that, but I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> and then my second one is follow my YouTube channel, 5-Minute Crafts. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking hell, Darby. <laughs> Before we recorded, Darby was like, I have a cool joke for the plugging my stuff section. <laughs> So, like, the three of us will occasionally hang out in a Discord server, and uh, sometimes uh, I'll just get, like, a Discord notification, and Darby is just live streaming her watching five-minute craft videos. She's like, get in here, I need to make you suffer, motherfucker, because I fucking hate them. <laughs> yeah, Cam hates them. Because they suck. They're not good videos. They're amazing. Yeah, no, 5-Minute Crafts is a lot like Hamburglore in that it starts out as something you think you recognize, but by the end of it, you're like, why did you do that? And I feel uncomfortable. <laughs> the entirety of 5-Minute Crafts can be summed up by just the phrase, I mean, yeah. They did surgery on a grape is basically all yeah. of them. Actually, totally. <laughs> Again, Grey's Anatomy. Uh, <laughs> Grapes Anatomy. Grapes I'm ending Anatomy. this show. Um, another thing I want to plug is just like if you want the Trix Rabbit to um, eat a bowl of cereal, form in a ballad that you want Sam Nye and me yes. on a podcast together <laughs> for hell. Nate and Cam to suffer <laughs> oh, truly. No. Do not. Okay, so this is this is our second regular episode of Hamburglore that's going to go out. Yeah. So I, we don't need mm. to be secret about it. Like now that we're doing less podcasts a week, like it's like, ah, oh, cool. Like a little bit of a relief. But now my brain is like, well, what are we going to do on Wednesdays? It's just but like, what if we do and more? Darby's like, well, you could do, we could like do a podcast with like you, Cam and Sam and I just talking bullshit. I'm like, don't, don't tell me that. Cause I will. <laughs> we can have <laughs> a five minute back. crafts podcast. <laughs> five minute curse. Five minute curse. <gasps> if you've made it this far, thanks so much for listening. <laughs> if you want to support our silly shows, subscribing on whatever platform you're on and leaving us a rating would really help us out as well. If you've liked whatever the hell this ended up being, I sound like angry. I'm just trying to do this along. <laughs> if you like my podcast, <laughs> if you like this podcast, uh, if you like whatever this the hell this ended up being, uh, Check out the rest of our shows we do at, at Some Good Shows on Twitter or somegoodshows.biz. The biz stands for business, as always. Uh, you could just might like those, too. You could just might like those. <laughs> could just might. I'm fuck. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at The Camdy Man. And me, too. No, you can find me on Twitter at Victory Position. <laughs> Thanks again for listening, everybody. And remember, everybody asks where's the beef, but not how's the beef. Bye. Bye. <laughs>